today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. It is official. Uh, is he the Donald Trump of the North? I don't know. I don't know if that's a fair comparison. But Kevin O'Leary has entered the Conservative uh, Party leadership race. He announced that uh, this morning. Uh, rumors floating around it last night. Oddly enough, it's after the French debate, uh, which happened in Quebec. To talk more about all of this, Michael Tobe is with us, columnist and former speechwriter for Stephen Harper. He is with us now. Hello, Michael. How are you today? I'm good, Scott. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. Thanks for taking the time to join us. We appreciate this. Uh, I guess this is uh, the best secret we couldn't keep. Uh, Any surprises here? No, no surprises at all. I mean, this has been touted for a few months now, and I think that most people realize that Mr. O'Leary was interested when he started, oh, quite a while ago, by basically challenging Rachel Notley on uh, the energy sector and basically offering out a million dollars to private companies and others as a way of trying to get her to resign and step down. And it's kind of just evolved over the past few months where he's made uh, some op-eds and commentaries and various interviews that he's had on uh, uh, TV, radio, etc., where he's talked about Justin Trudeau, the way he examines the country, his political and economic agenda, and why he feels that he, Kevin O'Leary, can do a better job overall. So, no, there's no shock at all that it happened. I think the only thing that is interesting is that he did it the day after the first French-language debate that the Tories held, because as we know, Mr. O'Leary, among a few other candidates, is not bilingual, so he obviously said it to make sure that it happened the day after that. Uh, Michael, that was obviously my next question. Uh, Should he wait a day or two after the French debate? Does it matter? Uh, What are your thoughts on all of this? You know, it, it depends how you look at it. I mean, I don't think that being bilingual or not being bilingual is a pressing issue. I have said before that the person I had preferred and had had hoped would run for the federal Tory leadership, but he's obviously decided not to, which is Saskatchewan Premier Brad Wall. Mr. Wall, for all his great credentials, does not happen to be bilingual. But you can learn French as time goes along, the same way you can learn English or any other language as an adult. I don't dispute with people the fact, and I'm sure maybe you've even said, Scott, that it's easier to learn a new language as a child because a child operates like a sponge and it's easier for he or she to capture the information. But adults can learn it. I mean, the classic example was then Reform Party leader Preston Manning, whose French was never great, but he went to live with a family in Quebec for a period of time and his French improved. You know, not to the point where he was necessarily bilingual, but it was passable. And I'm sure that Mr. O'Leary, if he becomes Tory leader, could obviously make uh, uh, an ability or have the ability to have passable French if he becomes the opposition leader. Um, But again, I don't think it's a big deal that he announced the day after, although I think it's quite obvious the reasons why. I think the bigger problem and the issue that I have, because I don't support Mr. O'Leary for Tory leader, is the, the detriment and the issues and the problems that could occur if this man becomes the next Tory leader. Why don't you support him? There are a lot of reasons why. Um, even though he doesn't like the comparison, and I know that he's continually denied it, he has been called the equivalent to Canada's Trump. Mm-hmm. And while certainly he is not Donald Trump in the sense that both men hold different points of view on the economy, for example, Mr. O'Leary, does not favor tariffs, where Mr. Trump has obviously been touting them to some extent, and as President of the United States, by Friday, he may actually implement it if he's not happy with the way a country works with him on a particular issue. 
We also know there's a difference in terms of the issues of safety and security, where Mr. Trump is a strong supporter of the U.S. Army and believes in fighting the war on terror, whereas Mr. O'Leary, on a number of radio interviews, has directly said that he does not support entering Canada into the war on terror and has made some critical comments about the Canadian military. So the two men are not exactly the same on an issue basis, but their backgrounds are virtually the same. Both businessmen, both reality TV stars, and both had zero, and then I really emphasize the word zero, political experience between the two of them before they chose to run for a prominent position. Now, obviously, another difference is Mr. Trump will become the leader of the free world in two days. If Mr. O'Leary wins the Tory leadership race in a few months in May, he will only be the leader of the loyal opposition. He will not be the prime minister of the country. But there are too many similarities between the men, and I was frustrated and concerned about Mr. Trump's campaign. The reason that I'm concerned about Mr. O'Leary's campaign is because I keep seeing this, unfortunately, this kind of anti-establishment figure running in, basically saying that they understand politics better than people who've worked 5, 10, 15, 20 plus years in the game. And as well, it's also this theory, this almost kind of arrogance that I know better than everyone else how to manage a country, when in fact he never has managed a country. Yes, Mr. O'Leary has done well in business. I don't criticize him for that. Yes, he has been successful as a reality TV star, both in Canada and the United States. That's perfectly good. How do these things qualify him to become A, opposition leader of the country, and B, eventually, prime minister of the country? Even if you dislike Justin Trudeau and the Liberals, and I certainly do, I want to have someone with political experience, understanding of the issues, and policy knowledge, which I really don't see Mr. O'Leary sort of espousing at this point, as the person who will be the next opposition leader, or that being the next Tory leader. Mr. O'Leary just has way too many negatives and way too few positives. And just because people are getting tired of sort of the politics-as-usual crowd, I really don't think that's the reason to jump in and sort of create another Trump-like situation, but this time in Canada. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.